Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Effect uh, Mark Effect Mark House. Effect. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Effect House. We are sponsored by Lake Effect. Uh, we're going to be, yeah, he's, it's like, Mark, you've been hanging out at Lake Effect or what? We're going to be at the... <laughs> I told oh. you. I told Six, you. In 10 minutes. It took this show 10 minutes to go off the rails I today. I told you. <laughs> my brain is in a place. Sponsored so, by Lake Effect. Catch yeah. us at the grand opening tomorrow on West Edge across from Meyer. Yeah, like, Mark, I think you, know, you stayed there last night. Um, <laughs> How are you, Mark? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was telling Meatball like a couple minutes ago, my brain is toast because we had like a 12 hour day yesterday and we had a, a, a really special guest join us actually yes. randomly late in the day yeah 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 um that we're gonna hear from a little bit later yeah after nine o'clock you want to just say who it is yeah hold on hold on let me get the there we go oh it's a big deal very big deal uh she's gonna be at the kalamazoo state theater tonight tomorrow nikki glazer yeah is gonna be on the show with us and we're gonna have a pair of tickets to give away uh, right after, when are we going to do that? Eight, an eight or nine? Uh, we're doing that after eight o'clock this uh, morning. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, um, I uh, just preparing for this thing at Lake Effect tomorrow. <laughs> we're going to be there from seven a.m. until two p.m. So yep. we got another long, long day, day ahead of us. And then I told Meatball I'm hosting the K Wings game on Saturday night. <laughs> so with all of the preparation and everything, my brain has just been working on overdrive. And I told I told him this morning I was like I'm I'm barely I'm barely making it right now. You I'm I, barely I, awake. You were writing something earlier, and I swear to God, I heard you stop typing. I looked over, and you had fallen asleep. <laughs> but then you perked up uh, when uh, Motley Crue came on. You were yeah. singing the, you were singing some Vince Neil there. So anyway, phenomenal. You can call me Mark Effect House. Today. Mark Effect House. You're now you're now Mark Effect. Yes. That's uh, <laughs> so so it, it, as as it pertains to what I did last night. Yeah. Uh, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Just trying to just try to get caught up for the rest of the week. Huh? Oh my gosh, getting ready for it. What'd you get up to? Uh well uh crap beverage week still going on. I actually went yeah. out to uh Galesburg to the Gull Lake distillery last night. Oh, they were cool. doing uh flights of burgers and beer. Oh man. Um, so that was that was really good. They were little they were little sliders. Um but they were man, they were tasty. They were there was a lot of good flavors there. So I was glad I did that. Went out there with some friends. Um I, I have decided, though, like, you know, we, we've been on this health journey and a lot of it is just kind of rewiring your brain to know, like, what's healthy and what isn't, things of that nature, right? Yeah. Uh, this week in particular with Craft Beverage Week, I've pretty well decided that, like, okay, I'm going to take this week and just kind of, you know, indulge a little bit. Just means I got to take the next month for uh, <laughs> eating healthy. No no cheating over the next month, I think. <laughs> but it's been fun, man. It's nice. Been a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, we mentioned uh, top of the hour. Uh, Nikki Glazer is going to be on with us after 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, going to be giving away a, t a pair of tickets, actually, to the show tonight uh, at the State Theater. And then 9 o'clock, we got somebody on with us, too, today. Yeah, actor Tom Arnold's going to be with us. Uh, and I didn't know about this and, and with him until yesterday. That he had a stroke about a year ago yeah. and raised some health concerns with it. But he's lost 80 pounds. That's awesome. So he's looking good. He's sounding good. Um He's got some other projects going on, too, so we're going to talk to him about that. And the wedding that he had in Dearborn, Michigan in the 90s, yeah. where Chris Farley was his best man. It's awesome. Crazy. Yeah. 
It's going to be a fun day today. Like I said, Nikki Glazer, 8 o'clock. Tom Arnold, 9 o'clock. After 7 o'clock, we got the Daily Five trivia game, giving away those uh, uh, K-Wings tickets. I mean, it is just it's a jam-packed full of fun day there, Mark Effect. Too much. <laughs> Clearly. Go take a nap, buddy. We'll be back in like Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 to RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frank House, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us live at the grand opening of their Westonage location tomorrow. I just want to accomplish the fact that you got your name right today. Hey, we out here. You can say our name properly. It's amazing. Oh, man. A uh, wild day yesterday <laughs> for uh, the police here in town. My gosh, dude. What um, the heck is going on? So we, we read in the Need to Know a 90 there a little bit, the uh, the false alarm there at uh, Loy Norix. I guess that was just an issue with uh, an HVAC unit. But obviously when something Still. happens at a school during school hours, like... Uh, you're going to send everybody to make sure the kids are okay, which turned out everything was all right. It's just a, you know, uh, heating and air unit that that's kind of got screwed up. Yeah. The big one, though. Um, you and I were actually in the studio working on something when this came across. Uh, I got the alerts for it initially. So yesterday at around 11 o'clock, there was a report of somebody in the mall in downtown Kalamazoo with a device strapped to their chest. That was the description that was given, um, I believe, by KDPS um, official social media pages, right? Yeah. Is that what it was? Suspicious device strapped to their chest. Right. So immediately, you know, everybody's brain goes to where we think it goes. Um, by 11.15, I think, yesterday morning, they were, like, evacuating buildings downtown just to be sure. Uh, checking people to make sure they were all good. Um, and then by 11.45, people were pretty much just going back into the buildings and the police had said, eh, everything's, everything's good, we're fine. Um, just keeping an eye out on the, on the situation. <laughs> we got an update yesterday afternoon. Turns out the device strapped to somebody's chest at the mall in downtown Kalamazoo was a weighted workout vest. And it was somebody who was basically on their lunch break just going out for a jog, a quick run, you know, quick workout. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. What a crazy misunderstanding. Um, now, I have seen a photo of of the the vest. It was a vest. It wasn't like, you know... You know, uh, uh, Acme sticks of dynamite duct taped to a dude's chest. You know, it was like, it looked like a, a vest. If anything, it looked like riot gear. Yes. I was like, why would you call the police for that? Yeah. At the very, uh, you call in and you say, uh, this dude's wearing a bulletproof vest. I don't know why. You know, but that's essentially what the vest looked like. Uh, cause they, they posted some images of, of similar ones, you know, to what it looked like. <laughs> but yeah. Pretty much half of KDPS yesterday went out on <laughs> false alarms yesterday, including that one downtown that caused one heck of a stir, man. That was wild. Can you imagine if you were that guy, though? Like, if you if you were the well, one doing the workout? I was saying, too, like, that guy probably heard that stuff and was like, oh, my gosh, I got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know? He's like, some dude's got something weird strapped to his chest. I'm out of here. Good thing I got this weighted vest thing i'm gonna get even better exercise but man i don't want to be near that guy and if i know you are that guy 
He just comes I in. Just, oh my gosh. He just I gets was... he gets done with his jog and runs back into his office and like the secretary's standing there going, Oh my god, they just said somebody's walking around town with a bomb strap, you know, whatever. And he's just like, Oh my god, oh no. And then like realization slowly sets in as he's just getting away from the situation, like, oh no. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's that is a bad beat. Oh my god. Imagine that call to the police, like Hello, officers. Um, how do you start that without like immediately having officers like right on your butt about it? You know, like oh gosh, yeah. Man. So hi, police. I was the guy who had the thing strapped to him. That like they wouldn't even let him get through the sentence. They'd be like, "Where are you? What are you doing?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> just call call the police. And be like, now don't panic, don't freak out. I was the guy with the thing on my chest today. <laughs> Let me explain. It's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing The Day 5 on The Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for The Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers. Today, I'm asking the questions. Mark is answering, and he's got some help on the line from Courtney. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? We're doing great, Courtney. And uh, today, you are my partner in this bad boy. If we can get three Looking out of five. to close it out, man. Yeah, if we get three out of five questions correct, uh, the week is done, and we have gotten the advantage uh, but every every answer is uh, is huge today because Meatball still has a chance to win. <laughs> Maybe, but, but he's he's going to need a lot of help over the next two days. So we're going to see what we can make happen here today, Courtney. We'll see if we can make magic. Okay. Let's All right, this. let's do this. Let's get into it. We'll spin the wheel. I'm expecting some crazy questions today. All right, crazy. All right, question number one: general, general knowledge. Okay. What is the most littered item in the United States of America? Oh. Is it candy wrappers, napkins, or cigarettes? Uh, it's got to be cigarettes. I think cigarettes. got to be cigarette butts. Yeah. yeah. Specifically cigarette butts or just cigarettes? Uh, cigarettes? <laughs> just cigarettes. I'm throwing <laughs> you for a loop. I'm trying to screw you up. It's okay, yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what the trash? I won't mess with you. Literally, what the trash? <laughs> I won't mess with your head too much today. No, uh, cigarettes are not only the most littered item in the U.S., the entire world. Yeah. Most littered uh -huh. item in the world, 4.5 trillion cigarette butts discarded every year inappropriately. That's ridiculous. It's Guys, not, if you're smokers, cool. come on. That, yeah, come on. Or just, you know, stop. That's <laughs> there you go. Hey, 10 years cigarette-free this yeah. year. So. It's, it's, yeah. All right, question number two. This one is sports. Okay. What player in the NBA holds the record for the most consecutive games ever played? Hmm. Is it Robert Parrish, mostly known for his time with the Celtics, A.C. Green, who was mostly known for the Lakers and Mavericks, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who we all know for being Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah. Uh, I'm not a basketball fan, but I do know the name Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. See, <laughs> the he, last one. He transcends uh, basketball. <laughs> I feel like it. Yeah. I feel like it is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. I feel like he was the one. Ah, oh man, I don't know. You said Casey Green. Case, uh, AC Green. AC Green. Uh -huh. AC Green. He played for the Lakers and Mavericks, I believe, in the uh, 80s, 90s, 2000s, early 2000s, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> this is all you. I, I can, don't yeah, know my I, basketball. Even though I, I think you're right, Courtney, I think it is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I want to say AC Green. Feeling AC Green? Yeah. Okay. Sure, I'll go with it. Well, let's go up from the bottom, okay? Yeah. And this is, these are players that have just had the most games ever played, period. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has the record for third most games ever played. Yeah. At 1,560 games played. Jeez. Robert Parrish has the most games ever played at wow. 1,611. However, the question was consecutive games. Yeah. You are correct. Wow. It is AC Green. Man. 1,192 consecutive games played. That is so mind-boggling. Dude, no, what a war. That's a lot of games. November of 1986 until April of 2001. Whoa. 15 seasons Dude. he didn't miss a single game. That is impressive. That, yeah. That is longevity right there. Pick that guy in NBA Jam. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Moving on here. Courtney, one more and we win. Yeah. Okay. We got this. I'm not feeling confident for myself this week, but I feel good for Courtney. Uh, question number three here. This one is history. Okay. In 1810, New York City overtook which city as the most populated in the United States? Was it Richmond, Virginia? Boston, Massachusetts, or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? 1810. 1810. Uh, I want to say Boston, but it might be Philadelphia. We became a country in 1776. Yeah. So this is eh, 40-ish years. Mm -hmm. 30, 40 years. Yeah. I don't know. I th I think we could afford to take a shot in the dark here. Uh, what, okay. Your initial go. feeling was Boston, right? Or Philadelphia? Boston. Boston. You think it's Boston? I think so. Okay. Yeah, let's roll with Boston. Let's see what happens. Rolling with Boston. Okay. Yep. It is actually Philadelphia. Yeah. The Hello. original nation's capital. Yeah. Um, I got feeling about that. At the time, New York surpassed Philadelphia with a whopping 96,000 people. New York now has a population of 8.468 million. Man. <laughs> <laughs> They've grown a bit. A bit. A bit. All right, this is uh, this is kind of language and English skills. Okay? okay. What what is the little dot over a lowercase i and j called? Is it called a spike, the deal, or a tittle? Oh, <laughs> a tittle. Um, I I should know this, but I don't. A spike, or just <laughs> simply known as the deal, or a tittle. The deal. You know, the deal over the I and the J. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the spike? <laughs> Mark's thinking really hard on this one, man. I that, the, I've only ever seen that thinking phase one time, and that's when he was saying all of his states in alphabetical order the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I... There's I'm no song about this one. Yeah, no, I was going to say, not going to be... And the uh, spike, the deal, and the deal... <laughs> Um, you know what? I think just because I think it's funny, let's go with the deal. The deal? Uh, what do you think about that, Courtney? Uh, it just sounds so bizarre enough that it might be it. Uh, yeah, you know what? What do you think about the, what is it, the tittle? The tittle. I don't know. I, something about that seems grammatically correct. The tittle over the eye. We are talking about uh, gram grammar, grammaticalness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An old English language. So We're talking English over yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Um, what do you think? I'm thinking tittle. I think that's got to be like the right answer. Let's go with it. Tittle for the for tittle for the win. <laughs> 
<laughs> the deal would have been hilarious. It is a tittle. Oh, man. The dot over the I and J is called a tittle. Man, we got that victory court. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. Well, how about we do one more just for fun? Does that work? Yes. All right, we'll, we'll get one more in here. Which one of these TV shows, this is entertainment. Gotcha. Which one of these TV shows in America was adapted from the original version in Holland? Is it The Voice, Big Brother, or The Masked Singer? All three of these are foreign shows that have been adapted in the U.S., but which one of those three is from Holland originally? Ooh. I want to say uh, maybe The Masked Singer. That sounds good. We yeah. like that show. I think it is The Masked Singer. <laughs> I mean, which one of these shows would you be more likely to see people in wooden shoes in? You know, maybe that's the question, because it's in Holland. <laughs> right. <laughs> the mass Singer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You like clogging? <laughs> both the you feel giant clog. Yeah. Both of you feeling the mass Singer? Yeah. Yes. All right. It was actually The Voice. Wow, The Voice. Yeah, Mass huh. Mass Singer was what? from Japan originally. Big Brother was from the Netherlands originally. Did not know that. The Netherlands. Did not know that. And The Voice was originally from Holland. Could you just imagine wow. being one of the judges on The Voice and just hearing from the wood shoes of them right. walking because you can't see them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got oh three out of five today. You got your point. So that means... Saturday. Yay. Awesome. Thank you. You're very welcome. Congratulations, and thanks for playing along with us, Courtney. Yeah, thank you. It was fun. Calvin Seuss Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. You can catch us live at the grand opening at their West Edge location tomorrow from 8 to 2. It's going to be sweet here in Kalamazoo. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, how about we talk about put, maybe putting some money in people's pockets, Mark? Because yeah. I know, you know, we're after the holidays now, and I realize it's been a couple of weeks, but, you know, you, yeah. s- you still haven't gotten a full month's paycheck under your belt, you know, to make up for all the Christmas presents you brought for everybody you know. Exactly. We're hooking you up with the New Year payday. Uh, coming up today, in the 9 o'clock hour, after 9 o'clock, you're listening for Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. When you hear Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, hit us up at 978-1077, caller number seven. When you hear Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi in the nine o'clock hour, you're going to win $15 in Michigan Lottery scratch-offs, and uh, we're going to try to put some money in your pocket because that's what we do around here. Absolutely. We want to help you guys out because you help us out by listening to us and making us feel uh, validated. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and not tuning out when I call myself Mark Effect. Oh, that's right. We have to call you Mark Effect all day today. That's all right. It's a good DJ name. I nearly forgot about that. <laughs> I'm glad you reminded me of your uh, shortcomings this morning. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Uh, the uh, money song of the day. You're listening again for Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer. That's going to come after 9 o'clock. In fact, if you just listen to our Tom Arnold interview coming up in uh, the 9 o'clock hour, probably right, right at 9 o'clock, basically. Yeah. If you just hang around for a little bit, you might catch it right after that. Who knows? Listen to Tom Arnold win some Michigan Lottery scratch tickets. Sounds cool to me. Get up. I can't wait. Get on with it. Hell yeah. Let's go. The Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark is on Kalamazoo's Rock Station. 1077 RKR. 
Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Going to be live at the grand opening of their new location on Westnage tomorrow. Well, we have a very special guest with us this morning. She's at the State Theater tonight and tomorrow. All around great person. Happy to have her on with us today on the Rock and Morning Show. Nikki Glazer, good morning. How are you? I'm so good. How are you guys? Well, I'm doing just fantastic. Uh, we're super stoked to have you in town. Oh my God, I'm so excited to be in town. There are tickets still available do these shows, but not many, so anyone listening better get on the good foot. I'm curious, have you ever played Kalamazoo before? I don't think so. Are you actually, I may have done, like, a really crappy gig, like, uh, <laughs> when I first started out at some, like, Shakespeare's you know, bar level. or, like, sports bar. At right. Some, you know, when I first was really bad, and um, I probably blacked it out because it was just such a bad performance, and, like, <laughs> it's been, you know, 20 years at least. I mean, I've been doing this 20 years, so right. yeah. it was definitely... A while ago, and I'm really looking forward to going back, though. I love Michigan. Some states, you just, like, feel a vibe there where you're like, oh, they get it already. Like, I don't have to warm them up. There has to be, there's no foreplay where I have to kind of, like, hold their right. hands to get into the <laughs> jokes that I really want to do. Yeah. You can just, like, right out of the gate. I, I just feel like I, there's no holding back for me on these shows. Well, so I, 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 I'm really, I'm, and I get to do two. I mean, I think this first one sold so well that we added a second one, and mm -hmm. that one's selling pretty well, but... It's just so much more fun with more people there. So I hope people show up because it is a special night. And I really, you know, there's been times in my career where I would not have suggested you go see me. But I really think <laughs> this is a special show. <laughs> how, how has the tour been going? I know you've been out for a while now with this. It's so awesome. I mean, it's all new material. And it's really like, uh, you know, I'm known for being like a raunchy roast comic. And that is all there. I mean, like, don't bring your kids to this. But also, <laughs> if your kids are cool enough, totally bring them. It's not, I'm not too grotesque. If you're not going to leave feeling awkward with a date. You're not going to, you're not going to, um, I'm not the type of show where I think a lot of people have anxiety going to comedy shows because they're like, especially sitting up front, like, what if you makes fun of us and right. I just don't generally do that unless you are like heckling me or you're right. really annoying and obnoxious like I encourage you to go I'm not someone who's if you go up to the back dick go to the bathroom and I see you, I'm not going to be like, look at this lady going to poop. Let's <laughs> yes. go. And then the spotlight follows you. And like, it's not that kind of show. You can totally just sit there in the dark and laugh and, and just have a good time and just relax. And um, I'm just so grateful to people going out to and treating themselves to a comedy show because I think unlike going to see music, you know, when you go see music, it's great. I love going to see it. You can kind of get lost in your own thoughts and start worrying about the next day when you, but when you're like engaged in comedy and you have to like listen and kind of like pay attention, it really makes you forget your life, which I right. think we all need to like tap out a little bit. And yeah. so I really encourage people, if you've never been to a comedy show, maybe give this one a whirl for your first time. I like it. You've done a lot of these uh, celebrity roasts, you know, that's what a lot of people, yeah. you know, really recognize you um, from doing. I, you know, you, you've done a lot of them, obviously. I'm curious, do you have more fun doing the roasting or being roasted by everybody else on those? Oh, being roasted is miserable. It's honestly, I don't even think about it happening until it happens because it is so dreadful. I mean, yeah. imagine, like, a writer's room of people. Like, that. you know, all of these, including me, there's, like, people, work, writers working to, like, come up with jokes about you. They yeah. put your face up on a wall and they spend weeks staring at your face, trying to think of the meanest thing that maybe you haven't even thought about yourself. And and these are the most brilliant writers in comedy, all yeah. working to just drag you down and to literally, like, cyber bully you. Like, it's, <laughs> they are trying to break you. And so 
I generally go through a very deep depression after the oh, roast because oh, no. during it, I'm laughing and I'm smiling because it's like, it, I signed up for this. Like, it, I never get nervous about doing the roasting because no matter what I say, these people signed up for it. There's, yeah. there's certain circumstances where if I'm at a show and you're sitting in the front row and there's something about you I want to roast, I'm not going to do it because you didn't sign up for it, that you didn't ask for that. You know, some people want it and then I can do it, but um, these celebrities ask for it. So I'm no holds barred and I feel like, I don't know. I've, I, my friends have had to like intervene with me afterwards and be like, we need like a set of therapists ready <laughs> for you to walk off stage because the first time I did it, they, I mean, they said I looked like Larry Bird. They were saying I had a oh. flat ass. Like they, they were saying I wasn't like lovable that you know, it was just, it was just all my deepest fears. And yeah. I, I went straight to a med spa and got like so many things injected in my face to, like, oh. to change it, to fix things. I spent my whole paycheck on it. It was so ridiculous, but they really rattle you. In a lighter note, on another show where uh, there is none of this nonsense, technically, you should be getting a title belt right now because you beat Chris Jericho in The Masked Singer. Uh, that was freaking sweet. I know, sweet. isn't that... I mean, yeah, he... I beat Adam Carolla, <laughs> Chris Jericho. Let's just say I'm a pop star. I mean, I am <laughs> right. obviously... I um, mean, Chris... The, Chris Jericho tours with his own band. I mean, you beat an actual oh, guy who he? makes... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Fozzie. He, oh, he, I didn't know that. Okay, that is impressive to me. Okay, I will yeah. pat myself on the back. Yeah, I yes. did the Masked Singer, and I got third place, which isn't too shabby. I lost to Wilson Phillips and Amber Riley, who are professional singers, so it was really nice. I, um, I love singing. I do some singing in my show. I have a band open for me, and I, like, do a song with them that's yeah. kind of like a comedy song. Yeah. I love singing so much. I mean, it, the Masked Singer was the best experience ever because... I just, you know, I got to sing and no one knew who I was. So no one could really go, what is she doing singing? <laughs> like for all they knew, I could be a pop star. So yeah. it was, it was awesome. Well, we, uh, we do like to ask one question on all of our interviews that we do. This kind of got sure. started um, with uh, Henry Winkler, actually, uh, last year, and it kind of just carried over to everybody. This is probably the most wholesome thing that I think came out of that Henry Winkler thing. The very, the very first thing he brought up was his favorite sandwich. And now we have to know from everybody this year what your favorite sandwich is in honor of Henry Winkler. Oh, my God, what my favorite sandwich is. Okay, I love that question. I, but I'm a vegan, so this is going to disappoint everyone. But oh, no. I like, you know, sandwiches kind of suck when you're vegan. <laughs> but I'm guessing like something like a eggplant parmesan, like a vegan eggplant thing. Because yeah. eggplant's the closest to like a, a, a meat that you're going to get. What was his favorite sandwich? He, uh, he loved a tuna sandwich. Uh, he was a big fan of a oh, tuna sandwich. With just oh, you know what? I'm changing it. Okay. okay, my answer is peanut butter and jelly in a paper in, in the paper bag that my mom would pack for me yes. when the it would soak through the bread. I know oh, that is maybe yeah. like not people aren't into that, but I loved when I could see the jelly like coming through the bread and it was all like kind of mushy and you yes. could eat it even if you didn't have teeth. I think that is. Um, I'm really hungry. I think that just sounds like, that I'm just sounds like third grade, and I'm really nostalgic. I know. I think I just have nostalgia for when before we had to pay taxes <laughs> and like have responsibilities. We're stoked to have you in town. Down for these shows. Really looking forward to seeing you and welcome to Kalamazoo, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me on and uh, yeah, I hope to see people out there. I can't wait to meet people and uh, I'll see you guys there. Sounds awesome. great. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Nikki. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. We have so much more with Nikki up on the Rocker app with our interview with her. Listen to our full podcast talking about growing up in the Midwest, how that shaped her comedy career moving back to St. Louis, whether she's a crunchy or creamy peanut butter gal and since she's in town tonight, how about right now 
We actually have a pair of tickets to give away to somebody for tonight's show. 978-1077, caller 7, got a pair of tickets to see Nikki Glazer tonight at the State Theater going into your hands. 978-1077, caller 7, getting those tickets to go see Nikki Glazer tonight. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. We're going to be at the grand, grand opening of their Westage location tomorrow from 8 till 2. And it is going to be a fun one in yeah. Kalamazoo. We got we got Mark Frank Effect and the Granding Open. Oh, Granding, okay. Granding Open. Hey, Meatball, how'd that Daily Five go today? Yeah, hey, let's, hey, let's talk about Metallica. Because <laughs> Metallica sounds awesome. Oh, um, man. They've, yeah. uh, they're going on the Sim 72 tour. All over the country, two nights everywhere they're going. Uh, there are shows in Chicago and Detroit in the area, but we have something a little more special in mind for our listeners. Indeed, the Maximum Metallica M72 experience. You and a friend have the ultimate opportunity to fly to Los Angeles, go to SoFi Stadium, and on August 25th and the 27th, see both Metallica shows with unique set lists and openers each night. On top of that, you're going to get put up in an L.A. hotel for four nights, and then we're going to give you $500 uh, on yeah. top of it. Yeah, and, and you know because it's a hotel in L.A., yeah. like, those are expensive. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to get prime treatment. We're going to send you out to see Metallica. Enough money to buy a few things, some merch, and maybe a couple meals while you're out there. Go check out the city as well because i know there's a day between their two shows so yeah they do is it a friday and a sunday is that right i believe so and that's yeah, yeah that's a cool thing you'll be actually be able to hang out in la and spend some money yeah in between shows and just spend some money on merch as well it'd be good so time. if you're looking to get geared up for it too i suggest you hang out with our buddy chuck as well midnight oh, yeah. on saturday for ultimate metallica on 1077 rkr two hours of deep cuts it's, it's really cool so if you really want to get your hands on these tickets to this maximum metallica m72 experience all you need to get in your hands is the 1077 rkr app and meatball and myself are going to give you those code words just after 10 a.m 2 p.m and 5 p.m every day and then uncle joe benson gives you your last one right after eight o'clock on 1077 RKR. The Maximum Metallica M72 experience could be yours. Yes. Just, just by having us on your phone. Exactly. It's all courtesy of Black and Recordings and powered by Ace Hardware of Playdwell and Dewajack on 1077 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR, the Rock and Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frankhouse. Sponsored by Lake Effect, you can catch us live at the grand opening of their Westinage location tomorrow from 7 to 2. Well, joining us right now, a very special guest of ours. You've seen him in McHale's Navy. He's even made appearances on Saturday Night Live. Well-renowned actor. Please welcome to the Rock and Morning Show, Tom Arnold. Tom, welcome to the Rock and Morning Show, dude. How are you, buddy? Fantastic. Well, we want to welcome you to the uh, the Rock and Morning Show with us. We appreciate your time today. Well, thank you very much. Well, we appreciate got, your time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've got a lot to talk to you about today um, in a short amount of time. You know, your Men's Health magazine feature that you've got okay. and, and your new documentary, God Forbid. But first, we yes. like to ask the heavy-hitting questions this all started with Henry Winkler last year, and so we have to know this from everybody now. <laughs> okay. What is Tom Arnold's favorite sandwich? Oh, that's a good... You know, I've had... Lately, I've had some really good sandwiches. I'm trying to think... You know, I like... I, I think I like a, a club sandwich would okay. be my favorite. Yeah. Perhaps. 
All right, all right. I think both Henry Winkler and Steve Gutenberg were big on the tuna salad or tuna sandwiches. Well, they're old. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, that's bad. Cooking them. I love it. Well, thank you for that. Uh, congratulations on this uh, feature article that you've got for January and February's Men's Health Magazine. Uh, and congrats to you on your health journey, man. This is this is kind of a wild story, and I had no idea that this has happened to you. Well, I tell you what, this happens to a lot of people. We just don't, you know, people just don't talk so much about it, blab about it like me. But a year ago from this week, uh, I'm a single dad with a nine-year-old and a six-year-old here. Yeah. And uh, it's hard to get them in the bathtub. It's harder to get them out. <laughs> so what I do is, when it's time to get out so dad can go to sleep, uh, I turn around to the door and I count to ten. And then when I turn back around, it's whoever wins. I have their towel. And I noticed that my right eye felt like a, a curtain came down. Yeah. Like it was not there. I could see nothing. Like it would. And I thought, well, that's weird. Um, you know, maybe I hit myself in the eye when I was counting on the door or whatever. Sure. And by the time the kids went to bed, half of my vision came back. Okay. Like the, the upper half. So I thought, well, I'm going to Google this. This seems like something. And I Googled it, and they said, maybe it's a floater. And I said, well, that doesn't sound bad. And I was supposed to fly to Alaska the next morning to shoot this pilot. I thought, well, I went by the doctor on the way to the airport just to get it checked out. And then they did a bunch of tests and ran some dye through me. And they came back and said, "Uh, you've had a stroke. I'm like, oh. Like, you don't want to hear that from anybody. No. You know. And uh, it's a, uh, there's a specific day for this type of stroke. And so I had to go right over to UCLA for the uh, 24-hour stroke protocol, which is they put you through everything to see if there's more coming or whatever. And when you go in there into the emergency room, you're laid there, and they have a list of strokes, one through ten on the wall. Yeah. And you have to choose which stroke you think you had. And ten is just off. It's death, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, they, little by little. But I had a one. Okay. Grateful about that. They got me on uh, uh, blood thinners. I did go to Alaska. I wasn't, but I I was very big. I weighed about uh, 285 pounds. Right. And I say that I lost 80 pounds this year because I'm a single dad with these kids, but <laughs> which is partly true, except I had to have a stroke first to go. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I'm a single dad with these kids. If you just joined us, we are hanging out with actor Tom Arnold talking about his recent health journey and some of the projects he's got going on right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I started work. There was a guy been at Arnold Schwarzenegger's house named Charles D'Angelo, like in 2018. Uh-huh. And, you know, Arnold has these guys over there like bodybuilders uh, oiling <laughs> each other up, you know. You walk in and, and it just looks like a gold's gym. <laughs> it does. It does. It's frightening. And, uh, and, but... I, I was like, I don't think I'd be comfortable working with a trader, you know, like, it, it, you know, personally. Yeah. But this guy does Zoom every two weeks. He's out okay. of St. Louis. And he tells you how much cardio to do and what to eat and when to eat it. And he's worked with some giant people. Yeah. And you guys know in the Midwest, there's some giant people. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And uh, uh, men and women. <laughs> and he's worked with them. And uh uh, and he's done very well. And he said, just trust me, you're going to lose 80 pounds. I'm like, that's impossible. But by the summer, last summer, I was, uh, I, I, I knew that I had to go film the Arnold Schwarzenegger's new uh, Netflix series, which is sort of like True Lies. Right, right. And so I said, I'd like to be about the same weight I was when I filmed True Lies a yeah. hundred years ago. <laughs> and, uh, and I was, I was, I was a little lighter actually. And, uh, so it's worked out. It's, you know, the, the secret is, 
keeping it off, obviously, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I've been up and down. But yeah, I do an hour of cardio a day, which I like. It's good for my head. And, and uh, knock on wood, you know, who knows what will happen uh later today but no it's good it's yeah. good well we're glad we're glad that you're uh, you're feeling a lot better man I, I mean it's terrible that that had to happen you know but uh, we're definitely grateful that you know that aha moment now has resulted in in such a great exactly. life well it you. could have been a lot worse sure but, you know absolutely. yeah so i'm uh, grateful yeah well going back a couple of years ago actually i had a little mini starstruck moment when you liked an article i actually wrote about Chris Farley being your best man uh, back in the 90s when you got married in Dearborn. I was curious how you chose Michigan as that location. Was that a result of your then fiance's uh, hometown nearby? Yes, that was. A, yes, I did get married in Michigan. She, I think she grew up in uh, uh, Southgate, Michigan. Okay. At Dearborn, Missouri, the Ritz Carlton is. That's so that's what we decided to do. I'm going to tell you a funny story about her. Julie Chapdella was her maiden name. Okay. Uh, she was my second wife. Uh, I was at a club listening to music. Uh, uh, a guy from the Midwest is out performing up here. And, and our waitress came up and said, I'm best friends with your ex-wife. And I was like, oh, which one should I have for? And uh, he said, Julie, would you, would you like to talk to her? And this is like, she lives in Texas now. I said, yeah. oh, I don't want to bother her because you don't want to bother her. And I had talked to her for many, many years. And she said, do you want to see her social media? And I, I said to my young assistant, Sasha, yeah. oh, boy, this is going to be embarrassing. Because, oh, you know, people no. look so different all these years later. And then she showed me Facebook, and she looked amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, I ended up saying hello to her, and it was very yeah. nice. So, you know, because sometimes people don't look amazing, you yeah, know, yeah. like me. <laughs> but, uh, no, she's doing very well. Got a good life. Married to a stuck guy, I think. And. Just good, good for her. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, th I thought it was really cool just how I was like, when I first heard it, I was like, man, why the heck did he get married in Michigan? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but well, man, it's a great hotel. You know, she, you know, she was an Eastern Michigan. She was a college student when we met. Oh, okay. gotcha. So she, she never lived away from home. So that, you know, she's too young for me. No but doubt. Very, you know, very nice there <laughs> well dude it's been a pleasure talking to you catching up with you the men's health feature article up now and god forbid out now on hulu tom arnold really appreciate your time hanging out with this morning with us dude and uh hope nothing but the best of health for you thanks same to you guys talk soon Take care, buddy. scoop up that full interview it is on demand right now on the 1077 rkr app and much love to tom arnold for joining us this morning on the rocker morning show check it out right now this is rock station 1077 rkr rocker morning show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse, sponsored by Lake Effect. Catch us at the grand opening of their West Edge location tomorrow until 2 o'clock in Kalamazoo. Meatball, uh, I don't know if you've seen any of the old photos of Kalamazoo. Mm -hmm. but I've seen case, a few. I've got some really cool colorized photos Ooh. up on the Rocker app that are super freaking sweet. Okay. Uh, if you scroll, it's on the Rocker app. If you scroll down, you can see the... Uh, construction of Kalamazoo's first skyscraper, the Kalamazoo building, which oh, still stands. Oh, wow. And this is from, man, how old is this? This is like 116 years old, yeah. this photo. Uh, but some of these shops you'll recognize in downtown off of West Michigan Ave um, by Mall and Rose Street from 1875. Holy cow. But these are actually really cool. Like these colorized photos are wild. There's one of Bronson Park which is just mind-bending. It's over 100 years old. Uh, the Lovell Street School, as yeah. well the Ye Old Wagon Shoppy, <laughs> the <laughs> D. Burrell and Sons Carriage and Wagon Shop. 
Yeah, that used to be a thing here in Kalamazoo in 1880. Wow. I'm looking through some of these. I just came across the uh, the fire at the Burdick Hotel in 1909. Yeah. That photo's pretty crazy. Wow. These are so cool, man. Yeah. And to see them colorize like how, you know, because obviously everything back in that day wasn't actually black and white. Right. Exactly. You know? This yeah. is how people, this is how <laughs> people in the 1800s and 1900s would have seen these buildings. This is super cool. Yeah, it's pretty wild. The the one that really gets me is uh -huh. from 147 years ago. Holy cow. On the corner of East Michigan Avenue and Portage Street in downtown Kalamazoo. Yeah. When you're coming down and the road curves left or it's where that stoplight is. Yeah. And then you can turn right. It is just, it's mind boggling because this is one of the most visited. I drive by this every single day. Yeah, same. And just seeing this from so long ago in 1873 is just incredible. Is that the, what incredible. is that? Is that the old Peninsula building? Is that what that's called? No, that's, what is the name of that building? Oh gosh, yeah. I'm trying to think of what it is remember. now. Yeah. Man, I'm just, I'm looking at this picture. I'm so distracted. Yeah, right. Like, just some of these photos are just really wild. The one that really trips me up too, there's a couple of them. Uh -huh. The Michigan Central Railroad Station in the early 20th century. Oh yeah, that one was really neat. That is really cool. And then Comstock Falls as well, where Cooper Park is. This is from 1915. So I gotta tell you, all of these photos, one of the oldest ones on here is from 1869. Yeah. And it's it's the last one in the photo gallery. So you have to scroll down to see it, but it's definitely worth it because you can see parking on the streets in yeah. Kalamazoo in front of some offices 19 or excuse me 1869 unbelievable so clearly even in the 1800s people didn't know how to park in downtown 